Hey there, this is Pete Brown, host of Sports Wednesday. I want to tell you what happened to me in the summer of 1995. It was July, and I was going about my business, and I realized I had no idea who won the NBA championship. Not only that, I didn't even know who played in it. And the very long NBA playoffs had all happened. A champion had been crowned, and I didn't know who it was. In, in 1995, the internet was not what it is today. I had no easy access to go look it up. So I actually had to ask people, right? Because by July, no one's writing about the previous NBA champions. Now, this was a big deal for me because I grew up as a huge sports fan, reading the sports pages every morning. I followed them all, all, all five majors, I'd say, including indoor soccer when I was younger and then Major League Soccer when that came out, but uh, baseball, football, hockey, and basketball for sure. And I always knew who the good teams were, and who was winning. Well, that really was a harbinger of what was to come for me, though. As I grew older and got married and started a family, the time I had to be a sports fan just got smaller and smaller and smaller. And while I still love sports, I simply can't keep up with everything that's out there. Even today, as I drive around, I'll put on Sports Talk Radio, and I'm completely lost because they are so deep in the weeds of these stories that I'm trying to catch up and I just can't do it. Well, Sports Wednesday is a podcast addressed to people like me. We're in about 20 minutes once a week. We cover the big stories. We give some analysis and some insight. But if you haven't been in the weeds, if you haven't been deep into these stories, it's okay. So I like to say Sports Wednesday is the right amount of sports in the middle of the week. Or the sports podcast for the medium fan, if you will. Once I was able to book basketball legend Matt Longley as my co-host, I knew this thing had to happen. So... Starting in January 2018, we're going to be giving it a go. Check us out every Wednesday for Sports Wednesday. And there'll be more details available at sportswednesday.com. Okay, I think that's enough context. Here's our first show. Okay, welcome to Sports Wednesday, everyone. I'm your host, Pete Brown, and joining me as always is basketball legend Matt Longley. Coach, are you there? I'm here. I'm ready to go. Super excited for it. This is the uh, the first time we've done this, but I'm I'm excited because we've been talking about it for well, when did oh, long. when did podcasts become a thing? Right, it's probably been at least ten years, but really, in the last six months, we've we've talked about this a lot. Oh yeah, okay. I mean, it has been a lot of talk. I, I'm sure we've talked about different formats, how are we going to do it? And now it's the time. Yep. We're just doing it. That's what we're doing. We're just doing it. Okay. So today we're starting off with the college football playoffs. And before we get into the playoff matchups, I did want to touch on, we're both in central Ohio. So the talk all around here, uh, as the playoff teams were being picked was, will Ohio state make it? Ohio state was 10 and two, but they won the big 10 championship. Um, and people wondered if, Alabama at 11 and one, but no conference championship might be pushed out and Ohio state in. What was your take on that, Matt? Well, I mean, and, and here's my feeling. I, I, Ohio state did everything right that they needed to do. I mean, their last four games, uh, beating Penn state, which was an all time classic. Um, they absolutely dismantled Michigan state. 
They destroyed. They beat the teams they were supposed to beat, and they looked decent in those games, but it's so hard to look past Iowa. Iowa, a very mediocre team, beat them by 31, and that game wasn't even that close. That's so, right. As, as much as I'm an Ohio State fan, the realist in me believes it just – and I also believe, and, and, and this is being an Ohio State fan, we, we get um, masked by this. But I also think in the national public there's Buckeye fatigue because the Buckeyes have made a lot of big games and have been very disappointing going back to the LSU game that they got in. They backed into because West Virginia lost. And also Clemson beat them 31 to nothing and that game wasn't even that close. Yeah. So I, just, I think the people felt they wanted the, – the, the committee felt like Alabama would be a better team. Yeah. Buckeye fatigue. The struggle is real. Um, <laughs> now, I know that we were texting each other when we were watching the the playoff selection show, and I went back and looked it up because I, I texted you, there's no way they will pass on 11-1 Alabama for 10-2 Ohio State. And and I'm so rarely right about these things that I wanted to bring <laughs> it up. <laughs> and you were spot on. You yeah. were right. That's right. So... <laughs> Okay, so let's look at the matchups then in in the college football playoffs. First, we've got um, Georgia versus Oklahoma in the Rose Bowl. Now, uh, Georgia Georgia won the SEC. Oklahoma won the Big 12. They've got Baker Mayfield, who a lot of people are saying will win the Heisman this year um, and be drafted by our loved 0-15 Cleveland Browns. What do you see in this game? Well, first, can I address that I hope that doesn't happen. But (laughs) second... um, Okay, so Georgia, Oklahoma, this is a tale of two teams, both um, Oklahoma has been trying to get back into the national spotlight. Uh, They're basically trying to be a powerhouse, not an every other year type team. They have a new coach. Um, They're exciting. Georgia is, they can run the ball. That's another team that, you know, they just got a new coach, Kirby Smart, finally got rid of Mark Richt, and they're trying to get into the spotlight. And, And out of these two teams... This is what I feel. I, a lot of predictors say it's going to be a shootout. Um, they think that Baker Mayfield magic is going to come through and win at the end. And I think it's absolutely the opposite. I believe Georgia being solid with the run game. I think Mayfield is starting to believe the hype. Um, and I think Georgia's going to take the lead, whatever it is, 7, 14 points. Mayfield's going to panic or he's going to try to be a Heisman hero and press. And I think Georgia's going to take advantage of that. I, I feel like it's going to be uh, Georgia the whole way. I think they'll get a lead. They'll run it. They'll they'll lessen the the time that Mayfield holds it. I think he's going to make mistakes that are going to hurt him. Yeah. I like Georgia in this game. Yeah. So they're going to grind it out on the ground much uh, in much the way that Barry Switzer's Oklahoma teams used to do. Correct. Which ironically is exactly what they're going to do. They're going to take away, make the game shorter. Okay. And um, so you're picking Georgia. They are one point favorites in this game, actually. But yeah, it's basically pick them. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so let's look at the Sugar Bowl then, which is Alabama, 11-1 Alabama versus Clemson. Clemson's been in that number one spot most of the year. Uh, you know, the, the knock on Alabama getting in was that their schedule wasn't super strong, right? And everybody right. everybody sort of pointed to they scheduled Mercer University in one of their games. They beat them 56 to nothing. Um, yeah. So, so it's kind of hard to tell how they're going to do lined up against the number one team in the, in the country. What are you seeing here? Well, okay. So the, really I, I, I followed Alabama, but the one game I watched from kickoff to, to the last gun was their game against Auburn and, and talk about a dismantling. I mean, Auburn looked 
at that point, I, if I would have, if you would have asked me then, I would have said Auburn is the best football team in the nation, bar none. No one can beat them. They looked so good, and Alabama looked foolish. Um, their their offense is is so reliant on getting the run that sets up their quarterback Jalen Hurt, who reminds me of, and this is going to hurt people, of a Deshaun Kaiser. Uh-huh. Meaning <laughs> he seems so outmatched, and he's got happy feet, and he panics, and he makes horrible decisions. Horrible decisions. The only thing that reason why he hasn't thrown more interceptions is because the defensive backs in college football aren't the defensive backs in professional football. Just ask Deshaun Kaiser. So I I feel like, I mean, Alabama is Alabama, but they're not the same Alabama. I really like Clemson in this game. Okay. So Clemson looking for, so that for you would put Georgia Clemson in, in the national championship game. Who do you think wins there? I think in that case, it's going to be, I feel like Georgia, this is their year. I feel like they're a, a really complete up and down. Um, Clemson, Clemson, very, I mean, it's going to be a tough one, but I feel like this is Georgia's year. I feel like Georgia, Georgia hasn't won a national championship. I looked up since 1980, which would be Herschel Walker. That's right. Yeah. So then, and then ironically, it, yeah, I, was, I even looked at, ironically, I believe the year after that, they won in 80 and 81. Clemson won it the year after. So it, it, it's, it's that type of year. Nice. I think it's Georgia. So the ghost of Herschel Walker returning yes. to the Bulldogs. Uh, that's, that's your pick. <laughs> that's my pick. By the way, uh, how, how bad would it suck to play for Mercer this year? You'd be like, Hey, I'm on, I'm on ESPN. Oh, it's for being oh, a no. cupcake. Oh no. I know. Yeah, Alabama. It was that that late season Alabama schedule that they had that one really weird game at yep. the end of the year. Yep, November eighteenth. Yep. And and here's something else though. I looked it up. Mercer finished the year five and six. They also played Auburn. I mean, Mercer's schedule was oh harder, my God. harder than Alabama's. Yeah, yeah. That Mercer's strength of schedule solid. Alabama's yep. not so much. That's right. So <laughs> all right. So the coach going with the Georgia Bulldogs. Uh, we're going to move on to our first commercial break. Sports Wednesday is brought to you by Hoopsters. Hoopsters is the greatest basketball-themed board game that you've never played. The reason you've never (laughs) played it, it's not on the market yet. Uh, This is a board game the coach and I uh, developed, and I actually looked at, I think this was 15 years ago. Um, I was just going to ask that. Yeah, having lunch. uh, We both had little kids. We were eating brown bag lunches, and we we made up this this basketball board game using pennies and dimes when we first started it. Um, We got as far as building a prototype and then um, said that we would do something else, and we never did. So part of the deal of the podcast is each week we're going to try and move the ball a little further down the field on hoopsters. Oh, I can't wait. So uh, so our tasks here that I have for the first week, I uh, have moved twice since we invented Hoopsters. I have to find the prototype board somewhere in my basement. Uh, and your job is to find the rules. I got to find the rules. Yeah. Uh, yes. And I, I think I have a general idea where they are. It's just going to take some serious uh, ex- exploration through a lot of bad boxes and crap that I have in my basement, but I think I know where it is. And folks, I'll tell you what, Hoopsters really is a combination of basketball and backgammon, two mechanics there. Uh, if you would like to be notified when Hoopsters is available or uh, buy one of our first uh, board games once we get it out into the market, just head to hoopsters.store and plug in your email address there. Uh, you can also go to sportswednesday.com and give us your email address there. So Hoopsters, brought to you by us. <laughs> Could have been hoops and loops. That's right. 
Um, okay, so let's move on now to the NBA. I don't. I know you watched on Christmas Day. The Cavaliers lost to the Golden State Warriors by five uh, in a game that they never really. I mean, they hung close the whole time, but I think they only went ahead once. They just never got the run they needed to to beat Golden State. Golden State was playing without Steph Curry. Um, before before we before we just crown both of these teams conference champions, is there anyone in the East that can beat the Cavaliers? Okay, so here's what I th- look at as, as far as true contenders because it's a it's a short list, an extremely short list, and it starts with the Celtics. Um, the Celtics, you know, with Kyrie Irving, they have a nice supporting cast. Um, the Gordon Hayward debacle in the beginning, or it's tragic that you know played literally five minutes and had to go out, changed everything for this year. I, the Celtics have a have a puncher's chance to basically maybe knock them off, but I just I don't like the rest of that team. They don't have enough shooters, and their bench is weak. Yeah, um, I, th- I thought you were a huge Kelly Olynyk fan. Oh, love Olynyk. <laughs> Um, and then you got the Wizards. I, I put the other two, Wizards in Milwaukee, really the only other two. Uh, and the Wizards, it's Beal and, and John Wall and a lot of guys nobody knows about. And they're a lot of those. I mean, Beal and, and Wall could erupt for 50 in a game. And they can beat you. But in, a, in seven games, I, I just don't see it. And, and then Milwaukee, you've got the Greek Freak, which I think he is one of the best players in the NBA that not enough people talk about. Um, I don't think he's hidden as much. Everybody knows about him. And I think they have a better chance than the other two teams only because of him. He is a, how do you guard him? You know, who do the Cavs put on him to keep him down for a whole game? Not a lot of people. Mike Miller. Mike Miller. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So let me ask you this. Um, you know, big trade with Boston. Kyrie Irving goes to Boston. We get um, Isaiah Thomas, who has not played much, um, and Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder's getting a lot of minutes for us. Uh, right. Who came out ahead in that trade? I'd say, like, right now, obviously, Boston looks very good right now with Kyrie. Um, but here's the thing I like about it's such an unknown, obviously, Isaiah's not played. Isaiah averaged what, 27, 28 points a game last year? This is, this is an explosive score that we don't even, we haven't even used yet. And Jay Crowder, um, his defense, right now, I, I really don't, as a Cavs fan, what he does in the regular season means n- nothing to me. But what he does in the playoffs as far as his defense, I, it's going to be, inv- he was a steal. So, I mean, right now, maybe Kyrie, but I think in the end, it's going to be Cavs by a long shot. And we got a second round pick out of it, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We did. So, yeah. yeah, it was hard because Kyrie was so beloved. But th- the fact is, if a guy wants to go, it's probably in your best interest to, to let him go. Yeah. And look at the difference between like those type of cards like Kyrie wanted to go. And then you've got a guy like John Wall who basically said, pay me. I want to stay here forever. Yeah. And, and they're both very similar type of players. It's just. Yeah. Okay, so in the West, I think it's a little more interesting because quite a few there were a couple teams that are really loading up, right? Obviously, when Kevin Durant went to Golden State, they became a juggernaut, right? I mean, comparable. I look at, at the Bulls teams in the '90s, right? They are they when they're healthy are, are at that level. Um, so Houston signs James Harden, San Antonio. Who do you think in the West might challenge the, the Warriors? Well, I mean, Houston's intriguing only because of Harden, and then they have Chris Paul, who Chris Paul. You don't really don't know which Chris Paul you're going to get. I mean, he is hurt a lot. He's hurt right now. Um, but when he's playing with Harden, I love Houston because Harden is just 
electric. And they they have the type of offense to beat a Golden State offense. Um, past that, I mean, you've got Spurs um, and you've got the Thunder. The Thunder have the super team. Well, a fake super team. They have uh, Westbrook and then they have George and then they have Melo, uh, Carmelo Anthony, who's really showing his age. They could do it too, but um, I, don't, I don't know if it's that close. I, people say the West is stronger, but I mean, I mean Golden State is so complete. It, it, and, and the Spurs are not the Spurs of old. I mean, yeah. Tim Duncan's gone. <laughs> my my hope is, uh, you know, I don't see anyone beating Golden State, but I would like them to beat up on them a little bit yes. more in the playoffs so that when they get to the finals, they're they're hurting a little bit. Yes, I that is a great strategy. Yeah. The fact that make it a little tougher. And I think Houston will do it this year. I think Houston could take them seven. Yeah. I just don't have a lot of faith in them taking beating them in seven. Yeah, I gotcha. Okay, so we're both uh, basically <laughs> crowning the Cavaliers and Warriors for a fourth straight NBA <laughs> finals. And this was a special question I gave you this week. I said, if you're Tyron Lou. How do you beat Golden State? We've lost, I think, four in a row now going back to last year's finals to them. And um, how do you do it? So here's here's the strategy I came up with. Is, is It's a little out there, but I, I think it could work. First of all, I, and you and I talked about this when we were texting, is the fact that they don't utilize the weapons they have like um, Kyle Korver. The fact that he is such a weapon and he stands around a lot and I don't think he gets enough touches. It seems like he gets touches on accident that I was thinking back to Jordan and the Bulls, and as we talked earlier about how they utilized Kerr and Paxson and how it was they always, I mean, Jordan was LeBron. So you, I mean, very similar to that, that how did they always get open for those wide open looks? And I think they need to go back and look at some of that footage and put Car- put Corver in those situations. I just think him being wide open, he's got to find a way to get open. Yeah. And uh, well, here's the thing: the Cavs will live or die by the three point shot. Yes. Um, and Corver, he's great, but you know, you come in a game cold, and and you just get a touch, and that's it. And then they pull you back out. Mm-hmm. You know, the guy needs some minutes in order to really get his shooting going, right? Otherwise, and I love J.R. Smith, right? But his his threes always come in garbage time, and so you know, you've got. Right. You've got this three-point shooter, um, you know, and even in that game on Christmas Day, I mean, if Kevin Love hadn't been hitting the threes, we're nowhere near. Oh, no. He saved that game for us. Yeah. He was the only reason why we were in it. Yeah. Okay, so that's uh, that's the NBA. Uh, just a reminder that Sports Wednesday is brought to you by Hoopsters. Hoopsters is the best basketball-themed board game you've never played. Uh, Coach, in the last commercial, you said you were going to find the rules. Have you found them yet? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Once again, though, folks, you can go to hoopsters.store and plug in your email or go to sportswednesday.com and put in your email. And we will keep you up to date as we attempt to get Hoopsters, the basketball meets back game and board game to the market. And I have no idea how we're going to do it, but we will. But I can't wait. We'll at least make like 100 sets. Absolutely. Okay. I mean, at least 100, maybe 110. Okay. So we're coming into... Uh, Part three, act three of the show. Uh, first first off, we're going to do our locks of the week. And this week, the locks had to be from the New Year's Day bowl games. And this is against the spread, Coach. So what is your lock of the week? So I, my lock of the week, I looked at uh, a team I talked about earlier that I thought looked like the greatest team in college football of all time, and that's Auburn. Auburn plays Central Florida, which we I know Central Florida had a great season this year. Yeah. Um, but Auburn is giving nine and a half. 
Um, and I, I just, I just think Auburn's going to come in and absolutely annihilate the Bulls. I just, I just feel like Auburn is a big boy. Central Florida, welcome to the party. But I just feel like they're going to come in and absolutely annihilate them. Yeah, Central Florida, you know, essentially is still a mid-major. I think, I mean, they're at the top of the mid-major pile, right? They were in the MAC for a lot of years before they oh, moved yeah. on. What are they in Conference USA now? Is that right? USA, I believe that is. Yeah. Yeah. So, and um, their coach is leaving. So Frost yeah. is going to Nebraska. I mean, it just feels like a blow away, a blowout. Yeah. yeah. Okay. My pick is, uh, it's a little bit closer and I think it's going to be a little bit unusual, but I'm taking the two and a half points with LSU over Notre Dame. I just okay. didn't see enough from the Irish this year that convinced me that they're going to come in and rough LSU up. And I just feel like LSU has had a shitty year, but with a lot of talent on that team. And so they're going to, they're really going to come to play. I, you don't have to tell that to me twice. I love anytime you pick against Notre Dame, I'm a big fan. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> so those are our locks of the week. Uh, we'll be tracking those as uh, Sports Wednesday rolls out through the year, and we'll be keeping a, a scoreboard between the coach and myself. Uh, that brings us to trivia. Coach, and uh, today, uh, trivia had to be related to something discussed in the show. What do you got? Okay, so I, I went back to the Christmas uh, basketball game, um, and I did a little research, and I found out found out that there are two teams in the NBA that have never played in the um, in the uh, Christmas Day game. Can you name? I'll even give you a chance. Can you name at least one of them? One of the two teams. I'm gonna one guess. I'm gonna guess the Pelicans. Okay. And the Hawks. Okay. You are absolutely incorrect. <laughs> it was the Hornets and Grizzlies. The Hornets and the Grizzlies. Wow. Yeah. I, which I was, I thought the Hornets would have played back when they had Larry Johnson and Stacey Ogman and, and those teams, but nope. Yeah. yeah. They didn't. Yeah. And the, and Grizzlies. the Grizzlies, again, one of those teams that when they move cities from Vancouver to Memphis, it just makes good sense to keep the Grizzly nickname because of all the bears around Memphis, Tennessee. Because Memphis really has a high Grizzly population. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe just their players grow grizzly beards and that's what they're referring to now kind of like the utah jazz i mean i love jazz music and oh, when i think jazz utah, i think utah i think it's salt lake i really do <laughs> okay <laughs> all right so i'm owen one for trivia uh, my question all right we talked about uh mercer this year they played alabama they played auburn what is their mascot oh i'm gonna say I don't know why this is coming to me, but the Mercy Raiders. No, Mercy nice Raiders. try. The Mercer Bears. The Mercer oh. Bears. So they had a bear of a schedule. So <laughs> nice play on that. Okay. All right, Coach. Well, that that comes to everything for Sports Wednesday. It's the first one. How do you think it went? Oh, I enjoyed that. I think it went well. Yeah, it did. I'm, I mean, I'm obviously carrying you here, but I think over time you might learn to carry a little bit of the load. <laughs> than any other time. Okay, so uh, we will be re recording next Tuesday at 10 p.m. for next week's Sports Wednesday. That will be after the New Year's Day Bowl game, so I know we'll be talking about that uh, and some other things that are coming up, which are pretty cool. All right. All right. All right, Coach. Once again, uh, for... Basketball legend Matt Longley. I'm Pete Brown, and this has been Sports Wednesday.
Sports Wednesday is a product of Blue Monkey Communications and is produced by me, Pete Brown, and Matt Longley. Some music and sound effects in today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Please see the show notes for full details. Our next show will be Wednesday, January 3rd. And until then, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley, I'm Pete Brown saying good times, everybody. Good times. Good times.